0: On this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, I'm back. I'm back, guys. I know, I know. It's been a little bit since you've seen me, but, hey, I'm a year older. Uh, It was my 32nd birthday. I'm I'm aging myself right now for those out there, but it was my birthday. I had some travel issues, but I was gone someplace for my birthday. So, I'll tell you guys all about that. I went to Disneyland. So, a lot coming up on this podcast. We had the um, wild card weekend for the NFL just passed. So, I'll talk about some. I don't know if I gave predictions for this since I wasn't here last week. So, I'm going to review those games. The Buccaneers lost, sadly. I know you guys saw that. So, I'll review, talk about my feelings about the wild card weekend, give some predictions about the divisional round, and then I'll move into some of the vacation I was on. I went to Disneyland for my birthday. So, uh, me and V Rons were out there. We had a good time. I'll tell you guys some of the pros and cons not many cons but i'll tell you guys what went on in disneyland weekend and how it was and then lastly i'll get into some of what i'm watching you know what i mean there's a lot of shows that are out right now um there's plenty i want to talk about i'm definitely going to review the first episode of last of us on hbo max that just came out pablo pascal doing doing his thing again um so if you guys haven't checked that check that out yet you might want to skip that part because i'm gonna review that full episode and then get into some other shows i'm watching so we got a packed episode welcome back you guys Wish me a happy birthday if you want. I'll wait. Thank you. I appreciate it. But we back. It's the Best of Bias podcast. You know it. Um, Second episode of uh 2023. I don't know if it's you know, we've been putting out many since the new year. So this might be the second episode. So I hope you guys are ready for a brand new spanking episode of the new Best of Bias podcast starring yours truly. It's no guests this week, but let's get right to it. You know what I'm saying? You see the shirt too. Holiday Bowl Champions Oregon, baby. Let's go. Let's get to the podcast. Best uh, best of bias, best of bias. you need the hear for you should try us should try From pop culture us. to the movies to United It's us. the best, uh, best of bias, yeah. uh. <laughs> your best of bias. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome in. It's time for another episode of the Best of Bias podcast. And did I miss you guys? I miss you guys so much, man. I know last week y'all was like, where's the pod? I know last week y'all was like, where's the video? Where's all the best to buy stuff? Where's the merch at? Well, the merch was still available. Y'all just shouldn't hit me up about it. What the hell? But uh, the episode wasn't there. I warned you guys last week that I was traveling for my birthday and I was going to get a lot of video out and a lot of like uh, updates to let you guys know what was going on. But yeah, I was over at the Disney um, resort out there in um, Anaheim. You know what I'm saying? Me and my girl V-Rounds was out there doing a little something. Something we went to California Adventure and we did the Cali- uh, Disneyland. Um, it was raining on Saturday, but I'll get into all that a little bit down the road. But we did have some football this weekend. I know I'm trying to, to skip and breeze past it because my team didn't do too well. Um, it was bad. I'll we'll talk about us in a second. when we review the game, but there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good games this weekend, man. A lot of action. Um, that led up to this this weekend's divisional round so um let's get right into it. without further ado um welcome everybody if you're new here uh basically it's the best of bias. so we bring all everybody's bias to the table. whatever you want to talk about it's probably going to get talked about anywhere in pop culture from sports video games you know music uh shoot what uh anything history um when you pop in here anything you're thinking about anything you have favorite in your heart anything any biases you have you might hear about them here so bring them to the table debate them with people we talk about it we get into it so um that's what we do uh, but today you already heard what the ground groundwork is for this episode um but yeah let's get into the nfl so thursday night was it thursday night no saturday early saturday game um we had the seahawks uh, going against the 49ers um in the first wild card weekend game um, this game, ah, man, I wish it was Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, even though um, Aaron Rodgers kind of seems like a, a kind of dickhead now, um, going out and talking about how he doesn't think he wants to retire yet. He th- still thinks he can be MVP, blah, 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 blah. We ain't going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. But all he had to do was win, and he was in the playoffs. They ended up losing, um, giving way for the Seattle Seahawks to um, get into the playoffs. And this first matchup, I didn't even think was going to be any a challenge for psh- – For the 49ers at all, um, you know, Geno Smith was really hyped up at the beginning of the season, um, an early MVP candidate, and everybody kind of thought, you know, since he uh, was doing so well in the beginning of the season, they can come here and surprise. Maybe the 49ers being that Brock Purdy's a, you know, seventh round quarterback. Doesn't have the experience but that defense over there for the 49ers was real. Um, Geno Smith ended up going 25 for 35, 253 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Um, The running back, Ken Walker, 15 carries, 63 yards and a touchdown. DK Metcalf, 10 catches, uh, 136 yards and two touchdowns was kind of only the person, the only person that was really doing anything for the Seahawks, especially in the first half when they were sticking around. Uh, but in the second, second half, it just kind of went downhill for the Seahawks. Um, Brock Purdy was able to, you know, keep the, keep the show on the road. You know what I'm saying? Keep the boat steady, if you will. Um, and, you know, being in control of that Kyle Shanahan offense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, making it really easy for Prudy and uh, making it you know easy for him to settle in and be ready for these playoffs, you know what I mean, um, and letting that defense do his thing to give him a lot of chances to actually show that he is ready for this spotlight. Uh, he ended up going 18 for 30, 332 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 15 for and, uh, 15 carries for 119 yards, two catches for 17 yards and a touchdown, Debo. Six catches, 133 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Their weapons did their thing, and the defense, of course, was able to shut down the Seahawks in the second half um, to make them be able to pull away. Um, In the first half, again, it was close, um, but they ended up winning 41-23, so you can see how that defense kind of, like, was able to keep the Seattle Seahawks at bay, and Brock Purdy, Cal Shanahan, and the offense and company was able to put more points on the board to be able to separate themselves and get a good cushion. Um, The next game, Well, obviously, the 49ers are going to be moving on to the divisional round, um, and they are going to be playing um, the Cowboys, since we'll talk about the result of the Buccaneers-Cowboys game a little bit down the road. And since the Giants, we'll talk about this game as well, Giants were able to beat the Minnesota Vikings, who were the two-seed. The lower seed plays the Eagles, who had the bye. So the Giants go to the Eagles, and the 49ers end up playing the Cowboys. Um, But for the AFC, the Chargers um, were playing the Jaguars, and this game was kind of crazy, to say the least, um, because the charges go up and have a 27 to zero lead and, um, ended up losing the game on some kind of crazy, on some craziness, um, because nobody ever comes back from 27 to zero. Um, Trevor Lawrence had four interceptions in the first half. Everybody's clowning him on Twitter. Everybody thought the game was over before it started. Um, because again, the charges got up to a 27, zero lead. And everybody in L.A., everybody in San Diego, of course, uh, thought Justin Herbert and company had the game wrapped up. I did, at least. Um, Justin Herbert ended up going 25 for 43, 273 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler uh, only had 13 yards rushing, but he had – what was that Actually, no. Maybe he had 13 yards receiving, but he had two touchdowns. I could be wrong. Gerald um, Everett, six catches, 109 yards and one touchdown. Trevor Lawrence ended up right in the ship, 28 for 47, 288 yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions. And the, the comeback of the year, man, 27-point deficit coming back and winning the game. Travis Etienne, 20 carries, 109 yards, one catch, 12 yards. Evan Ingram did bulk of the work receiving. Seven catches, 93 yards and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Marvin Jones all had a touchdown as well. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence got out there and just brought him back, Duval County, and was able to, you know, was able to beat the chargers. And then, you know, Brandon Staley, the chargers coach was in hot water for some of the decisions he was able to make or wasn't able to make, I guess in that game, right decisions, um, because they did lose in the, I don't know, I guess 27, zero. That's like the biggest comeback in NFL playoff history. I would have to assume. So that was really embarrassing. I guess the coach is not going to get fired, but the Jaguars do move on to play the Kansas city chiefs who um, were on a buy for being the one seed in the AFC. Miami Dolphins played the Buffalo Bills. Um, Buffalo Bills were able to win 34 to 31. Skylar Thompson started the game. No Teddy Bridgewater, no uh, Tua. Uh, Skylar Thompson went 18 for 45, two 21 touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Jeff Wilson was a top rusher on the team. 10 carries, 23 yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, seven catches for 69 yards, waddle three for 44. So, Their offensive weapons are relatively shut down, especially with Skylar Thompson uh, being quarterback. I'm not saying that he's bad. It's just that he couldn't really, you know, uh, disperse the ball around like Tua was doing, like Teddy Bridgewater was doing. I mean, I guess Teddy Bridgewater was really hurt for them not to actually put him in the game because I would think uh, Teddy Bridgewater was better than Skylar Thompson. But, um, yeah, with Tua getting all those concussions, they weren't going to play him. And I guess, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's lost the good graces of Mike McDaniel and they're like, nah, we're just going to start Skylar. But... Yeah, for the Bills side, Josh Allen went 23 for 39, 352 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He was making those mistakes, throwing those red zone interceptions, uh, keeping the Miami Dolphins around early, but they were able to pull away as well. He had four carries, 20 yards um, and was able to throw touchdown passes to um, Dawson Knox and uh, what's his name? Cole Beasley uh Stefan Diggs had a game seven catches for 140 uh excuse me seven catches for 114 Gabe Davis had six catches for 113 and a touchdown so Josh Allen was throwing the ball around Devin Singletary 10 ca- uh, carries for 46 yards um who what, little cooks what's uh little cooks name um not Dalvin uh James Cook there you go James Cook 12 carries for 39 yards in the tub you know he was getting off towards the end of the season so I think he's going to be really utilized next year that's a sneak peek for fantasy. You know what I'm saying. Um, next, talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, the Giants were able to beat the number two seeded uh, Minnesota Vikings in the NFC. Uh, they won 31 to 24. Daniel Jones was able to do his thing. 24 for 35, 301 yards, two touchdowns. And the big thing here, there was no turnovers for Daniel Jones that was one of the biggest scraps about him out there in New York. Everybody thought he was really turnover prone and he would never be able to win anything for the giants, but he was proven this season. Um, If he holds off from the turnovers and able to use his legs, the way he is, he had uh, how many carries did he have? 17 carries or 78 yards in this game. And he was able to, you know, run the ball in big situations here to help him um, get first downs that he needed to extend drives and stuff to actually pull out this game. So, Kudos to him. Saquon Barkley as well. Nine carries, 53 yards, five catches for 56 yards. So, he was doing his thing. Um, Isaiah Hodgins, eight for eight catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. And Darius Slayton, four for 88. He did drop that last slant, which got would have got him like at least 10 to 12 more yards, maybe even to the end zone. So, he could have way more yards. So, the Giants are doing their thing out there. Kirk Cousins, 31 for 39, 273 yards, two touchdowns, but still disappointing, man. They pay him all that money. Um, they got him out there with Th- Thielen and Jefferson and dalvin cook and all these weapons out there they got him tj hawkinson now and he's still not able to come um, come through in big situations even if they play well all season or able to sneak by all season and get the number two seed they still weren't able to do what they needed to do to win it's kind of crazy um it was going to be kind of interesting to see what they do next year in res- uh, in regards to the quarterback situation but they paid him a lot of money so i don't know if he's going anywhere at all dalvin cook 15 for 60 yards tj hawkinson two- 10 catches 129 yards. Um, KJ Osborne had a touchdown and Justin Jefferson only had seven yards, uh, seven catches for 47 yards. So he was relatively shut down that game, but yeah, giants advanced to play again. The Eagles um, since they are the lower seated winner and the Minnesota Vikings, just to watch from the couch, just with us too. With, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Baltimore Ravens. They played the Cincinnati Bengals. No, uh, no Lamar Jackson though, for the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati was able to win 24 to 17. So it was Tyler Huntley at the helm. Um at quarterback, 17 to 29, uh 17 for 29, 226 t- yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, JK Dobson, Dobbins, 13 carries for 62 yards, four catches for 43 in a tub. Mark Andrews, five for 73. And Demarcus Robinson had two catches for 49 yards, and that wasn't going to be enough, um, especially without the electricity of Lamar Jackson to get you extra yards and extra points, um, and get you down the field. So Justin Tucker can kick those field goals. You know what I'm saying? Um, Joe Burrow was able to outplay the Ravens. Um, He went 23 for 32, 209 yards and a touchdown. Five carries for nine yards and a touchdown. Joe Mixon 11 carries for 39 yards, and Jamar Chase nine catches for 84 yards. So it wasn't a world beater of a game. Um one touchdown was kind of scored by a crazy one yard attempted touchdown by Huntley tried to stretch the ball over the goal line. They knocked it out of his hands and Hubbard, one of the defensive linemen ran it back for like a 90 yard touchdown. So that really was a difference in the game there. Um on some crazy shit. So they were only able to win by seven and I guess that was the really big difference in the game. So hopefully the Cincinnati Bengals are able to play better than that next week because they play I believe the bill. So um, that's going to be a bigger challenge than the Baltimore Ravens were without Lamar Jackson. Dallas Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. This game was really embarrassing. This is where I'm going to get a little bit deep on y'all because I watched this game firsthand. I was so nervous about this game because I know the Buccaneers were trash this year, all the way around, offense and defense. After our offense is so trash, our defense just starts to get trashed as well. I knew it could be ugly because I know the uh, the T- Dallas Cowboys played bad last week and they're hyped up to probably lose to us and all this shit. They put all this weight on the uh, Buccaneers' shoulders to beat the, beat the underdogs, to beat the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are America's team. So they'll be talking about them all week and it just all sounded bad and didn't, didn't sit right with me in my gut all week but um the buccaneers lost to the Dallas cowboys 31 to 14 and us having 14 points um and it, it should have been way more than that it should have been a blowout um our offense was garbage. I thought we, once we got to the playoffs, we'd actually be able to get something together and run an offense that actually made sense, that actually could uh, put up some points that actually compete to win a game. Um, it didn't. Uh, we made some stops in the beginning of the game against their offense. We stopped Dak Prescott in their running game and their passing game. The first couple drives, we were putting back and forth to each other. But when we got the ball, our offense, just like it was all season, just was so stagnant, quick three and outs. We weren't able to run the ball. This is the only team i've ever seen in my life that wasn't able to run the ball at least a little bit there's so many sorry running backs in this league with so many mediocre offensive linemen out there on the field that can run the ball and we can't even do that it's, it's crazy to me so football players that have been in the league for years and years can't at least get one yard get at least three yards on first down they're getting tackled in the backfield losing yards on first down putting us behind the sticks on second down if we got an incomplete pass on or whatever on second down now or third and long and Tom Brady cannot move his feet. So we barely get first downs. It's just so embarrassing all season. And it's like, people don't want to blame Tom Brady uh, for being scared to get hit. But then at the same time, people want to try to quick their blame the line. It's just so convoluted. So in circles, man, I get it. There's quarterbacks out there that have a bad offensive line, but they can buy time for themselves and escape pressure and get out there and make plays. But Tom Brady can't do that at 45. You know what I mean? So it's like a catch 22 for us. It's Either we want a quarterback that's cerebral and is uh, cerebral and has accomplished as Tom Brady on the squad, uh, but he's 45 and he's like a super he's like a statue back there behind the um, you know, behind the line or we move on and get somebody that may not be as cerebral, make some mistakes, but that can actually go out there and move um, when plays break down, he can actually extend them by moving his legs, you know what I mean? Um draft the right lineman in the next draft. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, I'm talking ahead of this game. Not giving really many details and actually stats, but it just it looked like that all season, and I I, I was surprised that other people other people thought that it was going to be any different um, going into this game. But let's get into the stats. Dak Prescott had one of the best games of his life: 25 for 33, 305 yards, four touchdowns. He was uh, four touchdowns, and he had seven carries for 24 yards, and one of the prettiest quarterback sneak uh, you know play action touchdowns rushing uh, as well so he was responsible for five touchdowns in the game tony pollard went 15 for 77 um dalton schultz seven for 95 we kept leaving him open in the middle of the field and in the end zone so we had two touchdowns cd lamb was wide open for a touchdown as well in the end zone he went four for 68 in a touchdown it was just so annoying bro like made everything for them look easy and i couldn't even blame our defense at a certain point because well for some of them they were stupid ass blown coverages for sure like that quarterback sneak And that touchdown with Dalton Schultz or CLM being wide open by itself, that was ridiculous. But at the same time, our offense not being able to sustain a drive and Tom Brady throwing that interception when it was 6-0, to their kicker missed four extra points. And they should have been – they're leaving us in the game. And after that, after the first touchdown and they missed the first extra point, we drove all the way down the field to be at the two-yard line. And Tom Brady ends up throwing an interception in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? And it just flips the whole game. They go down the, sc- the field and score again. And it's like, okay, is that everybody else's fault or is that Tom Brady's fault for throwing an errant pass in the end zone and flipping the whole game? Uh, our red zone attack the whole season was so terrible because we had no threat of the quarterback running or getting into the end zone with his legs. You know what I'm saying? They're going to shut all the receivers down and just blitz everybody because they know if they get enough pressure on the quarterback, he's just going to drop down. And that's what it's been all season. I'm not trying to make excuses, but that's just what it is. If you watch the games like I watch the games, it's like we have to come back and win and beat teams that we should be smacking. We scored 30 points a game like last year. We couldn't even score 18 this season. So it was just drastic from last year to this year how shit went bad. Uh, Byron Leftwich was fired after this game, which he needed to be a long time ago, giving Todd Bowles a chance to bring in his own coordinators. I don't know. I don't know. That's an excuse to me, man, because I think Todd Bowles should have had this defense out here better and playing better and more motivated than he actually did as well. So, you know, I'm all about giving the brothers a chance, you know what I'm saying? And try to put two black coaches in position to take a team and have a chance to show their talents, to maybe move on to other, you know, greater pastors and become coaches there too. But they did a horrible job of showcasing their talents this season. Um, You don't take Tom Brady's last season potentially and just turn it to trash after having such a great season, the last two, after winning a Super Bowl in 2020 and the year after going 12 and four, 13 and four, excuse me, and him having almost MVP season to this shit. It has to be something wrong. You know what I mean? Um, Congratulations to the Cowboys, though. I'm not taking nothing away from them. They were way more prepared uh, for the game. Man, that's why you didn't hear me talking no kind of shit about we're going to come in, upset the Cowboys. I thought it was possible, but the way we were playing, I didn't expect it at all. We were trash. You hear me saying that to all my friends out there. We've been playing so trash. We barely were able to beat the Panthers to make the playoffs. So I didn't really expect us to go out there and whoop nobody. But Tom Brady was able to go 35 for 66. Yes, he threw 66 passes because we can't run the ball. Uh, 351 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. A terrible interception that I talked about earlier. Almost threw a couple more. Oh uh, man. Uh Rashad White, seven carries, 41 yards, four catches for 36. Um, Leonard Fournette had a terrible game, five carries for 11 yards. I don't even know how that's possible. Chris Godwin had 10 catches for 87 uh, 85 yards. Julio Jones had a game, seven catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans had six catches for 74 yards. The Cowboys again move on to play the 49ers in Santa Clara, which is going to be a, a rematch of last year's divisionals, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and um, hopefully, you know, the Cowboys can come out there and make amends, but the, the the 49ers are also on a mission, so we'll see who gets it on the other side. We'll see who gets it against the Giants and the Eagles. I'm going to get into those predictions again in one second because I think I am done with those scores. But congratulations to all the winners on Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, Everybody else, you got to revamp and get ready for draft season, and maybe next year we can make that push again. But it was fun. Thank you, Buccaneers, for a long, stressful season. It's always good. I'm always going to rep no matter what. But uh, we're not in it no more. We don't know what's going to happen with Tom Brady. If it's the last time we see Tom Brady – in a Buccaneers uniform if he's trying to jet out to Las Vegas or whatever it is. Thank you for that 2020 Super Bowl. Thank you for the inspiration and uh, showing us how a real team should behave. The culture changed in Tampa, especially when he came and him and Bruce Arians got together in those two years. Um, It kind of, you know, kind of went back to the old ways this year. It wasn't, we weren't really disciplined and it didn't really show. I mean, Tom Brady was going through a bunch of shit with the divorce and all that shit. And a lot of shit was happening this year with him, but I'm not going to leave any excuses if he's going to move on to another team and try to get it going over there. Thank you, Tom Brady. If you are coming back, man, Oof, there's going to be a lot of work to do free agent wise. Um, me personally, I think it was time for us to get a young guy to start it all over and just to see what happens then, because, you know, Uh, I don't know, maybe Derek Carr, see what Lamar Jackson's talked about. If you don't sign back with the Ravens, come back to Florida, you can run with the Bucks. I don't know. We don't have the money for him, but we're going to have to see. Um, but, yeah, let's move on to these divisional rounds and see some predictions here. Uh, for the divisionals, we got – let's start with Kansas City home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City's favorite favored by eight and a half points. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to pull this one out. I know Jacksonville is the Cinderella of the whole tournament here, um, coming from the last year's Urban Meyer team to this year's um, – because they had the number one pick. Uh, they ha- Yeah, they had the number one pick this year. So, for them to be in the playoffs and play on the number one, see if they win this game, Yeah, that'll be the – the first, the biggest, the worst, the first story there was. So, um, but I think Patrick Mahomes is on a mission. He's probably going to win MVP. He's uh, at home and I think he's going to do his thing. He's been waiting for a week, him and Kelsey and them. So I think they can go out there and do their thing and win that game. Uh, Philly versus New York. I think Philly's going to win this one. Philly's favored by seven and a half at home. Again, this is another team that was waiting to be in the number one seed in the NFC. Um, Jalen Hurts, I know he's been hearing everything about the Cowboys, hearing all this stuff about the Giants, hearing all this stuff about the 49ers and he was like, what about the number one seed that's been winning all the games and didn't just didn't stop winning until I got hurt and was sitting out a couple of games. But I'm healthy now and let's see what happens. That's what that's what I'm going for. I'm sorry. I got a lot of friends that are uh, 49ers fans and Dallas fans so I'm not going to go for either one of those. I'm going for the Eagles in the NFC. And in the AFC, I'm probably going for the Chiefs, honestly. So that's what it's going to be. So I got the Eagles, of course, to beat the Giants. Giants could win if they play a perfect game. Dayball, I do feel like he got his team fired up over there and he knows what he's doing. Uh, but I do got uh the Philadelphia Eagles winning that game. So I got both one-seeds winning on the uh, you know, both one seeds winning. And then Cincinnati versus the Bills. The Bills are at home, favored by five and a half points um again if cincinnati plays like it did last week against the you know ravens even though they have a good defense they're not going to be able to put up the points that the buffalo bills are going to be able to put up i think yeah you're gonna have to show the bills that they ain't gonna be able to walk through y'all and put up a good game i know cincinnati has a good defense and they are going to be up to the test against the bills but we gonna are see um in this game i do got the bills winning Um, I just don't see the bills or the Cincinnati Bengals getting back to the Super Bowl again. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. You know, I think the bills have something to prove and I think they're on a crash course to meet the Kansas city chiefs. I think they're playing overseas if they do meet each other in the NFC championship or AFC championship due to the uh, game between the Bengals and the bills being canceled. Um, 49ers versus the Cowboys, of course, the 49ers at home, favored by three and a half points. I got the 49ers in this game. Um, people think the Cowboys actually are going to be able to win this game based on their, their game last week. Again, the Buccaneers aren't good. Um, the 49ers beat us like 35 to 10 or some bullshit like that. Their defense is way more, uh, you know, way more aggressive, way more disciplined than ours is. Um Yeah, they'll be able to shut down the shit that you guys did against us. I mean, the plays that they made against us were super simple. Our defense wasn't even smart enough to make the plays. So I think the 49ers aren't going to go for that. I know D'Amico Ryans is auditioning for head coach's jobs right now. So I know he's not going to fuck this situation up. And I think the 49ers are going to win this game at home. And again, if I didn't make it clear who I was picking in the Cincinnati Bills game, I got the Bills in that game. So for the divisional round, I definitely got... Kansas city against the Jaguars. I got Philly against New York. I got Buffalo against Cincinnati and I got San Francisco against Dallas. I don't know if I'm picking all the one season, all the homes, I mean, all the home teams. Um, So I know there could be some ruckus and there could be some fucking mayhem in these games, but I'm just going with my gut and picking the you know, the teams that I think have been balling all year. And I think that actually are going to make it. I don't think there's going to be really many upsets in this round here, Um, but yeah, Kansas city, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and San Francisco. I'm going with all the home teams, and that's just me. Um, And before we get out of this uh, sports stuff, that's all the NFL I got for right now. Um, Next week, check in with us, and we'll over those predictions it's a lot easier to t- keep track of i know y'all have been keeping track for me all season and keeping me honest down there i'm probably what 17 and 0 always guessing everything right every week duh uh but if i haven't comment down low and just let me know what's going on but i uh I, i'm telling you right now I'm, pr- I'm probably up there um with the greats with this prediction shit <laughs> and if i want you some money go ahead and cash at me um based on those predictions go ahead you know break me off a little something It's all good. You don't got to, but, and if you're watching NBA, I know you're watching the West. I know you're watching Jokic out there break records and shit back to back 30 point triple doubles, breaking the uh, franchise assist record at 27, 28 years old, plenty more records to come. Got us up there at the one seed. You know what I'm saying? Um, Going back and forth with the Grizzlies, you know what I'm saying? The young pups is trying to nip at the heels of the OGs, but Three VP, the three VP, Jokic. You know what I'm saying. I don't think we we being stopped this year. We're winning games we're supposed to win, and the games that you know we're we know we're supposed to win. We're not losing like we was in the last couple of years. Um, we're beating good teams. Um, we're on a seven game winning streak. Um, knock on wood here, but we're doing the right things we need to do to uh, win. You know, win out and win the season or win, get a good seating and maybe, you know, have a good route to the championship. I'm just hoping the Warriors don't try to lose on purpose to get the one, seven or eight seed and have to try to play uh the Grizzlies or the Nuggets because of their and they're experiencing there, but try to like strategize and just try to beat us. I don't like that shit, man. Watch out if y'all gonna win win games stop trying to play possum right now i know i know y'all playing possum and letting the sacramento kings and the bullshit ass teams beat y'all just so y'all can get a favorable seed y'all think y'all ain't y'all think y'all better than us and can just walk uh, wipe the floor with us and shit like that i don't like these mind games y'all playing man i don't like them but yeah keep watching basketball if you're watching it now i'll get more into that especially after the super bowl is over because you know especially if the Nuggets are at the helm West number one seed. I'm going to keep it going. I think we're 31 and 13 right now. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 32 and 13. Who knows? Who knows? We just winning games. just playing basketball. Um, But yeah. We'll get into a lot more basketball in a minute here. Um, But now we're going to take a little quick break. I'm going to get into um, my trip out to L.A. for Disneyland and some of the pros and cons of Disneyland. Again, there's not many cons because I got to spend it with v rons We had a great time. I'm going to talk about the good things we did and some advice if you guys are going to Disney soon. Um, Some things you should do, some things you should check out and some things you probably should avoid. Um, and then we'll get into some shows that I'm watching. Uh, Last of Us, of course, I got to review that and talk about that a little bit. Your Honor, season two. Mayor of Kingstown, season two. BMF, season two. And, you know what I'm saying? And I'll close it out there, but we back. It's the Best of Bias podcast. To get yourself a refreshment because it's a lot more, a lot more bias coming your way. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Light out the narrow Happy Friday. Yeah. <laughs> And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Uh, and we back. Nah, for real though, it's my birthday. Well, it was two days ago. Happy birthday, thank you, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Everybody that reached out to me via social, anybody that's saying it right now, happy birthday, happy belated. Anybody that, you know, just want to say happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Another day, uh, 365 around the world, uh, 32 years old, and I was able to spend time with the family and the loved ones and people that hold dearest to me. And that's all I can ask for. Um, But this birthday, I did spend it at um, one of my favorite places. I know nerd culture, you know what it's all about. I know it's, I'm too old. Some people say I'm too old to be visiting Disneyland to enjoy Disneyland as much as I do, but it's a nostalgia, man. I'm a nostalgic guy. And anything that brings back my inner kid, I'm interested. I'm interested. And I and, and Disneyland holds a special place in my heart. I went a lot as a kid, um, had some special times as a kid with the family. Um, went some times with Virons back in the day. Um, very memorable. There's a lot of memories made there. Um, so I try to, you know, whenever I can kind of Go out there and visit, see what they got popping there. A lot of new additions they had to the park. They had the um, Star Wars uh, area, Star Wars World, uh, the Marvel campus. They added like a Pixar Cars area. If you guys haven't been there in a long time, just a little bit of something that I saw when I was there. There's a bunch of uh, additions that they had. They changed the uh, hotel uh, Tower of Terror to, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like ride. It's, it's, a lot that they added. If you haven't really been lately downtown Disney, I'm kind of disappointed in you guys, but I'm gonna get into it. Let's not, let's not, let's not, you know, be around the bush, but Disneyland, it was great. Um, I do advise if you're going to Disneyland, get this thing called Genie plus, especially if you're going on a weekend day, we actually was able to get there on a Friday. Um, we didn't do the park hopper. Um, we just did one park per day. Um, so, um, it was a cool, it was cool that way. Cause Friday, it wasn't too busy. Um, there was a lot of people there, you know, there's locals there, people visiting, of course, from out of town to get in there, uh, picking Friday to go just so it wasn't as busy as the weekends are. Um, uh, but we did get in there. Um, we didn't go, uh, rope drop or anything. That's when you go in the park before it opens and just ride on everything you can before people get there. We got there moseyed in around 10. Um, Kind of went to our first ride. We kind of came in there by uh, Tomorrowland in the storybook area. So we did a couple of storybook rides to start it off. Those rides were kind of the longer ones um, because of the ones where people are taking their kids and it's the things right there that everybody can get on and it's kind of shorter lines um, at first. And they go by kind of quick because it's person after person after person. But it was cool. Uh, story bu- Storybook rides weren't always my favorite because I mean, back when I was little, little, they was cool because you get to see all the movie scenes and stuff like that and you thought the stuff was real, but once you get older and kind of go through these storybook rides, they look hella lame. The machines is all old and rickety. rickety. I'm like, oh, bro, how did I think this was real back in the day? Um, so after we got off of those, um, again, I'm talking about this thing called Genie Plus. Um, if you have a smartphone, you can download the Disneyland app on your uh, phone. That way you can track where the weights are um, how long the waits are, where the restaurants are, where the rides are, um, you know what I'm saying? the stuff like that, if the rides are closed or anything like that. And then there's this thing called Genie Plus that it's a $25 add-on to the app, but it allows you to pick rides at a certain time uh, and reserve them um, so you don't have to wait in line. Um, it's kind of like the Lightning Lanes from back in, the, back in the day when they did fast passes and stuff like that. It's just kind of like a built-on aspect to it you buy genie plus um you download it and then say you wanted to get on space mountain because space mountain has like a 90 minute wait um you pick it for a certain time say we got there at 10 we'll pick a space mountain for 12 o'clock we'll wait till 12 we'll go you know scan our the uh, Genie Plus Pass is at 12, and we'll skip the whole 90-minute line for Space Mountain. And we'll get in there to basically the front and get on in five minutes and just ride it and just get off and just check it off our list. After you use it once, you can't really use it again for the Fast Pass. You can stand in line and get in the ride again. Uh, but once you use the Fast Pass once, you can't use it. And you can't book another ride until after you use that other Fast Pass you have picked already or you have to wait two hours to get another fast pass at a different time. So it's kind of tricky, but if you navigate it right, you can go get on a ride, stand in line for like 30 minutes for something you want to do, and then actually have a fast pass to go get on and then skip the front of the line. We're able to write everywhere. We, uh, excuse me. We rode everything. We rode pirates of the Caribbean. No wait, 15 minutes. We got a uh, Haunted mansion fast pass that five minute wait space mountain. We got on five minute wait. Uh, every, Jungle Cruise. We fast passed that one five minute wait. Like anything we wanted to do around the park, we we didn't have to wait for anything, and we didn't have to come super early either. Um, some things I didn't like about Disneyland Park that Friday. Uh, man, the merch game is trash. Man, I thought I was, uh, was gonna be able to go in there and find Funko Pops, find any kind of clothing I wanted, find any kind of like uh, you know, hats, Mickey Mouse ears, cups, anything that I, you know, that I wanted. But no, it seems like it got so hype-beasty that people go through there and just grab everything and there's nothing left. And every store has the same couple of items. Um, I went around the whole park damn near, going to different shops, seeing if I can find jackets, find uh, Funko Pops, find uh, Monsters Inc. It was a cup that had like, you know, the scare bottles where they would st- steal the kids screams and fill up the bottle. It had a cup like that with a straw hanging out and I was going to grab that, but they didn't have that. It's like everything that they showed, you know, on their catalogs or people that made videos about the merch that was in the park, that shit wasn't available. So that was one thing that I didn't like. Also a lot of the food items that people were hyping up and kind of plugging for the park. It wasn't really good at all. Um, there's supposed to be lobster mac and cheese in the park that we wanted to get. They stopped selling that, um, the soups and stuff that they sold would look so mid and so kind of like, uh, basic um the desserts they had pretzels and stuff that looked so good on tiktok and on online but once you get there and get them they're regular um i i'll the park looking for churros that weren't just regular churros i was looking for like maybe the apple cinnamon or the the filled churros with stuff in the middle with the dipping sauce they didn't really have none of that it was, it was kind of wild to me and a lot of the park um like where you go to eat and stuff it was kind of blocked off uh, i don't know it was just really interesting. But the fact that we were able to get on the rides, um, go to the attractions, hang out, uh, navigate the park without any trouble, that was really good for me on Friday. Um, I was kind of pissed that Small World was closed. Indiana Jones was closed for renovations. Um, we got there in between the chains of the 100-year um, celebration and the Christmas celebration. The 100-year celebration starts on January 27th. And we went there on like the 13th and 14th. So we were right in between the transition from Christmas to getting ready for it. So they didn't have anything special there for us quite yet. And we were literally there the day after they took out the big Christmas tree. So... It was really in the middle of transition, but no, I may. I know I'm kind of putting a lot of gloom and doom on it, making it sound seem like it was a bad time. But it was really a good time, especially Disneyland parks again, because we got to get on everything we wanted to. There's a lot to do. Um, we got there at ten o'clock and at, was able to stay until about like eight o'clock till the sun went down. Riding everything, um, checking out places um we went to go eat in downtown disney downtown disney is something they do need to revamp a little bit more i know they're building stuff but it's like at the hype of the holiday season in uh january to february and stuff like that you kind of have to have stuff that people i'm spinning sorry for you know spitting stuff but um I, i'm still kind of mad that they took out the espn zone the rainforest cafe a lot of the big draws to the downtown disney era they've kind of just disappeared it's it's weird to me. It's weird to me. Who are we? Who are we marketing towards, man? Having a big ass Lego store. There's a Sephora. There's a fucking sunglass hut. But where's all the stores that it's make, supposed to make it downtown Disney? You have an ESPN building, but you can't go inside of it. Um, They have like a, a Star Wars. They made the Rainforest Cafe, some kind of Star Wars thing, but you can't really go inside of it. it it's just really weird. Um, on, I'm not going to lie, Star Wars, like the Star Wars land inside of Disneyland, they did a damn good job of making that look like, um I don't know exactly, I don't know if it's Tatooine or whatever, what, wherever they're supposed to have um over there in star wars land but they did a great job down to the buildings down to the details that little smugglers run ride where you're inside the millennium falcon all that details you saw it on my uh, instagram the pictures from outside and inside it was crazy it was crazy like you had to go around (laughs) many corners to get to where you needed to go for the ride and once you did get there it was nuts it was nuts one of the best rides in the park i will have to say um all the nostalgia was there again um Thunder Mountain crazy. I didn't know it had so many drops. Um, Space Mountain nuts. I don't know it was so dark in there that you can't see shit the whole ride. I thought eventually that you gave you a little bit of light. Um, but California, I mean, Disneyland. Great. I advise everybody go there, get the Disney plus or Genie plus in the Disney app. That way you can get in. I know it's $25 per person, but I'm, but trust me, once you get that app, you're able to do everything you're not waiting these hour-long waits you're not going to wait 124 minutes for star wars you're not going to wait 70 minutes for space mountain you're not going to wait uh, hundred minutes for haunted mansion you, you're going to be able to do everything you want everything your kids want quick and fast and in a hurry um california adventure though it was raining that day so we, i had a little bit of gripes about that um it made everything a little more difficult as far as like some of the attractions were closed especially the cars ride. I heard a lot about the cars ride over there in Radiator Springs. We weren't able to get on that, um, but they did have good rides at California adventure. They have the Spider-Man web slingers where you go out there and shoot um, the spiders in 3d. Of course they had the Disney mania or the toy story mania where you play all the games in there. We got fast pass for that for uh, genie plus got on there in five minutes. Um, the web shooters, we use fast pass for that got on there in five minutes Um, the one ride that I hated that I, if you like drop zone and those kind of straight drop rides, tower of paratype shit, that guardian of the galaxy. Oh, if you guys saw my picture on Instagram, that is just, just showed you how terrified I was. I was so pissed off about that ride. They take you up in the air, drop you, take you back up in the air, drop you, shoot you back up in the air, show you the outside of the park, 50 fucking feet above the air and then drop you again. That's, mm, I just don't believe it. I can't, I can't believe it. It's the craziest thing I've ever done, <laughs> and I would never do it again. I, my eyes water, watering, my body was shaking afterwards. I was figuring out what I can be mad about, who I can blame for this tear that my body just went through. It was, it was bad. Um, the rides were really good there. Um, food was cool. We went to the Marvel campus and ate at Pim's Kitchen. It was interesting. Um, the prices were crazy, as you can expect. The food, uh, it was cool. It was just too packed. And for the fact that it was raining, there wasn't many places to sit. So you really couldn't sit in and enjoy your food. You're sitting there wet and kind of miserable. There's a lot of people cramped up together. Um, But I bet if I went again and found something on the menu that I really wanted to try and was able to get that experience, I probably would like it a lot better. Um, But yeah, the rain, it was storming um, literally Saturday on California Adventures. So what we did is we went on all the rides we could, knocked those out. And then since so much stuff was closed, we went to a couple of shops and we ended the day pretty early there. Um, We went from like 10 to 6 rather than staying hella late like we did at Disneyland because it was like a drastic, it was polar opposites. It was super sunny on Friday, super, super rainy, no sun on Saturday. So um, we we're happy that we decided to go to Disneyland on Friday, even though, you know, California Adventure had a bunch of their best rides. I didn't go on the Incredicoaster. Um, they closed it after a while because people were going on the Incredicoaster and pouring rain. It was crazy. I don't know if I could do anything like that, um, just sitting in a roller coaster, knowing that I'm gonna get drenched Throughout the whole ride, though, it goes fast. It's just like, I don't think I'm ready to be committed to being that way. Had to buy an umbrella out there. It was just a lot. It was a lot. But I enjoyed it. Um, I I really enjoyed it, especially heck, being able to go out there with V-Rons. Um, it's our second time going to Disneyland together. Um, You know what I'm saying? We're trying to make a little tradition and maybe go out there to Disney World next time to, you know, mess with the big boys. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, yeah, it, it, it was a really cool to notice that not only kids and their parents went to Disneyland. Um, I knew there was a like a common connotation of people going to Disneyland older, being kind of nerdy and just being people that are wasting their money just trying to do stuff that kids do. But I went out there and I saw a whole bunch of uh, adult couples without kids just going by themselves and enjoying the nostalgic, uh, you know, experience of disneyland they're probably a bunch of millennials you know what i'm saying people around our age that came out and uh kind of took it to heart and was like fuck it disneyland is a place where we're gonna go and enjoy ourselves no matter what age especially once they started serving alcohol at california adventure and serving alcohol at that star wars place over there in uh in the star wars land adults were like we're gonna go out here and enjoy ourselves and uh you know what i'm saying it's a whole bunch of money to come here anyway so why can't we enjoy ourselves you know what i'm saying kids can't come out here and pay for this if we're gonna pay for it we're gonna make it make it our own as well so i respect that you know what i'm saying the disney outfits you know I'm, i didn't have any disney on but you know what i'm saying i need to be more prepared next time it was crazy just families dressing up alike uh the type of outfits i mean i was in la so it was like the outfits that i was seeing at disneyland i was like okay y'all came out here to be the show y'all didn't want to see this show y'all came out here to be the show but it was cool man uh definitely gonna do it again not sure when but definitely gotta get back out there to experience it i got a picture with my boy frozone didn't see my girl miss incredible but maybe next time she was hiding from me i know she married and all that and she don't want to get in trouble so she probably was just staying out of it you know she can't stand the rain i couldn't stand in the rain so it was all good i didn't see her at pixar up here but maybe next time she'll holla at me and let me know where to meet her at but i met frozone uh me and uh what's his name uh lightning mcqueen we got we got we got close you know what i'm saying I was going to say I, he let me ride right inside of him but that pause I don't want to go there but you know Lightning McQueen he let me he let me yeah <laughs> but yeah it was a great time um I advise everybody get out there and go to Disneyland it may be a little expensive but man it's a, it's a really good time and I bet you the inner kid in you is going to come out and you'll be like man I can't wait to have kids and enjoy that experience though but um yeah Let's get into something else now. Disneyland, go. Disneyland, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. And hey, get some more Funko Pops. Get some exclusive stuff. I'm telling you, getting exclusive Pops will bring a whole bunch of people to your park. Just that alone. I'm telling you right now. Have like a Disney Funko Con. You have so many Disney Funko Pops. I'm not gonna give you my ideas. If you want my ideas, holla at me Funko, holla at me Disney, and I can help y'all connect y'all and let y'all know what y'all need to do at the parks to make it more popping for the, you know, the middle-aged guys like us, guys and gals that want to go and buy merch and uh, spend some money. I was I'm ready to spend some money with Disney and they wasn't fucking with me. It's crazy. But anyways, let's get into some reviews, man. It's time to review some stuff um hbo max i'm talking about what we're watching right now i'm gonna let y'all know i'm gonna try, get into a, a new little segment you know what i mean um i watch a lot of tv shows wait dual cameras i'm sorry i didn't mention that before i'm looking over to the left being hella rude um uh, but yeah i watch a lot of tv shows and i want to uh, get you guys more um in tune with what i'm watching we used to do a lot of tv show reviews um episodically and things like that but there's a lot of shows going on right now so i'm just gonna bring them to your attention and of course everybody saw last of us everybody was ready for the last of us review or um, premiere excuse me on january 15th it just dropped so that's the first show i'm a review um, last of us hbo max pablo Pasqual based on the video game last of us um it was a great premiere episode i have to say that first and foremost um it was one of the highest watched uh hbo max premieres um for the app's history so i think you feel euphoria is probably the number one but uh, it was good. Um, I haven't played the game, so I don't know much backstory on the actual video game. But I do remember people saying that it was really, uh, really video game accurate. Um, it was a really good spin on um, the zombie stuff, and it changed it a little bit. It kind of like it was a little more in depth. It made us think a little bit more, um, especially in the opening scene when they're sitting there talking about. What the virus actually is, he was like, it's a fungus, and it's like just think of it as something that's in you and growing, and you don't have to worry about it right now because you know extreme temperatures can kill the fungus. But what if you know the world got extremely hotter and the and the fungus was able to adapt to that shit and actually you know find a way to evolve and take over your body and just be able to eat you from the inside out and be able to control you. it gets deep. It gets deep. But as you watch the show, the beginning of the show, the opening, when he, him and his daughter, whew, you already know. Spoiler alert. I don't know if I said that already for you guys on Instagram. I'm sorry. This is about Last of Us, man. I talked about that in the beginning, bro. You should know it's a spoiler alert. But yeah, after his daughter gets shot, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was speechless. I was speechless. I thought the show was over. I thought, I was tricked because I could have sworn she was in more of the show. I've seen this girl before. Um, her, She can't be hired to act in just five minutes of this TV show. But as it went on, I realized she was dead. And it, it, the show is really interesting to me. The fact that it's a it's a fungus that's inside your body and it turns you into some kind of fungus monster rather than an actual zombie. Um, they are still running like zombies and kind of take people' bo- people's bodies over like zombies, but I feel like it's a new aspect to it, and I think it's gonna, you know, I've, have you seen the movie, or the TV show The Strain? Um, it kind of gives me that kind of vibes as well, but This new show, I think it's going to stand on its own. Um, I think it's going to be a show that gets many seasons Um, just from the drama alone in the beginning, um, especially after the 20 years went past after his daughter dies. And he kind of is in this world with all these viruses and all these uh, all these zombies around and he's isolated in this area ran by this crazy ass government that make them do crazy ass job to get paid and survive. It's just it's just weird to see. Um, the scene where the little boy comes in and they tell him he's going to be okay. And they give him a shot saying that he got, you know, he was going to be okay when he was actually um, positive for the virus. And then you see um, Pablo Pasquale have to burn the little kid's body because they actually killed him. It's nuts. It's nuts. So I'm excited to see what we're going to see throughout the season. Um, the little girl, Lily is really interesting. Um, I kind of called, uh, when I saw it as well, that she was kind of actually be affected, but she's going to be the cure because she's going to be able to, uh, you know, not get infected and her blood probably is the cure and the key to making everybody safe again and making the world go round. And that's why everything's such a big deal about her. Um, when they actually are out in the field, when they uh, have the flashback of the soldier shooting him and his daughter, um, when he beats the, you know, beats the guard to death with his fist for almost shooting him and Lily. It's just, just crazy, man. Uh, Pablo does his thing. man. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, he I know I'm not going in order of anything like that. I'm just going to kind of ramble on about the show. Um, the whole brother situation where he went to jail and then uh, the brother had to go try to bail him out. And then I don't know if it was his brother or thought It was just somebody he knew from the army or whatever. But and then he comes back and then the dog runs into the runs into the girl's house. It, 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 she was crazy when she was doing her homework at the old lady's house and she was spazzing out behind her when it was like, kind of off focus. All that shit was really dope to me. And I think it's going to be a dope season. Um, again, everybody that played the game already is kind of spoiled and already know it's going to happen. Um, so don't ruin it for me, even though I'm ruining it for a whole bunch of people that haven't seen it yet. But fuck, man, it's a great show. Excuse my language. I know they're doing on YouTube now. I heard if you cuss a lot in their episodes, you they're going to uh, retroactively demonetize you. So you can't, uh, you know, you'll start losing money on episodes. So I'm going to try to watch my language. But uh, yeah, the show itself is great. Um, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a more of a modern spin on uh, the zombie kind of zombie apocalypse type shit. I can see why how this show could have been made a long time ago and wasn't able to be put out right now or back when it was done because of the COVID pandemic. Cause this, this show probably would have caused a ruckus and made everybody super scared about everything. Cause this is kind of related, you know what I mean? In a way, the type of viruses and stuff that the people are getting in the show. Um, again, I'm interested to see how you kill these zombies. Is it just headshots? You have to burn them. You know, there's a lot that it's a long ass it was a long ass first episode, but yet there's still so much more to reveal, I'm sure. Um, it was like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe an hour and forty minute episode. Um, I'm probably gonna have to watch it again just to get more details out of it. But I think it's gonna be a really good show, man. Um Pablo's character got turned into a hardened badass after his daughter was shot. I was shocked after that scene. Um, and to see him just working, doing all kind of dirty jobs just to get by now and become this guy that you know, goes out the wall, breaks the rules, this rebel ass badass that nobody fucks with because they know what his past was. It's just kind of crazy. Um, Jump 20 years, man. So I'm excited to what we're going to see um, again. I'm jealous because I might just go get the game just because to see what's going to ha- what's gonna happen in the next episode. I ain't trying to wait until Sunday. But yeah, um, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Um, it's It's a super dope show. I know I probably didn't do it justice with that review, but go check it out. Um, some other shows that I'm watching, um, your honor, um, if you're watching your honor on Showtime, if you watch the first season, you already know what's up with your honor. This shit is so fucking dope. Um, season one, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, it's pretty much based around this judge. I think I talked about this on the podcast before though, it's based around this judge who pretty much is a stern ass judge who's known for being a hard ass and stuff like that, who gets put into the situation when his son accidentally hits this person um on a motorcycle and kills him and just kind of drives away it ends up being a mobster's son and he kind of like helps his son get off as a judge and he makes decisions along the way that keep fucking fucking him over and keep building his issue to the next level Uh, was brian cranston uh it's a great show season two is out now he's dealing with a lot of consequences from season one and it started in a crazy place it's yeah it's not a place where i expected to see him at all players crawling around in the background acting crazy but not do nothing crazy because i will beat you up um but yeah check it out season one's out uh only one episode of season two is out i think it comes out on sunday's uh episode two of season two is going to come out sunday also of course i talked a lot about mayor of kingstown on paramount plus season two just came out as well uh shout out jeremy renner he actually is going through a tough time right now man um he got in an accident with a bulldozer or some kind of uh a machinery that actually crushed his legs so he's Actually, I don't know if he's able to walk right now. I'm pretty, I don't know if he's paralyzed, but I'm pretty sure he's in a, he's pretty messed up, Um, but he's in high spirits. I, I'm not, I don't really know that actually. I don't know. I said that. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Cause that's my boy. I fuck with Jeremy Renner and this Mary of Kingstown is a great show. If you guys saw season one, it's pretty much about this family who actually uh help, like pretty much run the prison um and the law enforcement in the town. He kind of keeps everything safe in jail, out of jail, and just runs a bunch of shit in Detroit or something like that. Um, It's a family, and they, yeah, I don't want to give away too much. It's a great show. Season two just started. Um, It's called Mayor of Kingstown. Season two just came out. Paramount Plus, check out season one. I told you guys all about that. And also, BMF season two just started as well. I know you guys been checking that out on Star. Season one was great. Um, 50, one another one, 50 Cent Shows, so season two of BMF, uh, that just came out as well. So that's four shows right there that you could be starting watching right now. I have plenty more I could go on and on and on and on and tell you guys about, but for sure, um, check out Last of Us. Only one episode is out, so you don't have to do much research on that one. Just watch that one episode. Um, Tell me what you think. And you have Your Honor. That's two seasons. Actually, it's just one season, and then one episode on the second season. So it's not much there, too. You can knock that out. Binge it right now. Watch episode one of season two. Catch up. It's a great show. You won't regret it. And the you have Mary of Kingstown, which is another great show. Season one will have you speechless. The stuff that goes on in this. It gives you a whole new look of how prisons are run, how people do things in, in towns that are ran by prisons and prison work. It's just kind of crazy to see um, Jeremy Renner again, Hawkeye out there doing his thing. Shouts out to him. Prayers out to him. Um check out season two of that. And then BMF, of course. Um, Lil Meach is portraying uh Big Meach. That's kind of funny. Lil Meach and Big Meach, but um um, he's doing a great job um if you've seen the documentary you already kind of know what's going to turn out and how it happens if you were like alive during the time i think we we're all alive during the time but if you were old enough to know what bmf was and what they stood for you were kind of already knowing what's going on and how it turns out as well but the tv show um, does a real good job of putting you there and letting you know what's going on it's a really good show so you should definitely should check that out as well uh but that's that's it and that's all and also just to get this out of there leave my brother michael b Jordan alone y'all trying to uh, just dangle this uh Dems and idris and Lori harvey thing in front of his face like man what did he do to be the butt of all the Lori harvey jokes just because they was together There's a whole bunch of people that was with Lori harvey and uh supposedly in a deep relationship with her why everything she do got to be compared to michael b jordan leave my brother alone i'm gonna tell y'all one time and one time only leave my brother alone yeah um uh, but yeah that's it and that's all i guess it's that's the end of the podcast for today happy friday everybody get you some merch don't forget to get it i still got a bunch dad hats uh, trucker hats um what else i got bucket hats beanies shirts everything support the best of bias podcast new merch coming soon uh but i want you guys to uh, get the old stuff before i start making new stuff god damn check me out you know what i'm saying hit me up um website will be up i'm starting that this weekend um just so y'all can have some place to get it centralize it and just grab it instead of me having to um, talk to you guys personally and get it sent out to you guys personally. Y'all can have all that logistical stuff done on the website. So it will be done soon. But you know where to find me at if you do want to hit me up about it. In the meantime, SAC underscore Lydell on the Instagram. Patrick underscore, excuse me, underscore Lidell on the uh, Snapchat anything best to bias, just type that in and you'll probably find it. The best to bias podcast website is back up um, where you can find a lot of the older episodes, leave some comments there as well. Um, but yeah, um, you can find us on the YouTube under the best to bias podcast as well. Um, a bunch of videos, like 145 videos there uh, done brilliantly by AKA. If you're watching this video, AKA did it. If you're watching that show, AKA did it. If you're watching that show, AKA did it. We got a whole bunch of show. Every show that we got on this little catalog here, AKA did it. You got, we got to get a drop for them. So on the videos, when they get done, it'll be like, you already know AKA did it. Even though you probably get sued for that because that's somebody else's probably tagline. But you know what I mean, AKA, you're watching this. You can just add a little something clever on there for yourself. Um... But yeah, uh, Beautiful Struggle, check them out as well. Family, uh, mom and sisters, uh, brand out there, pushing health, pushing beauty. Um, Hats, uh, leggings, sweatshirts, booty band, workout materials, anything you need for a healthy, beautiful life. Just hit them up, Beautiful Struggle. Um, I think it's beautifulstruggle.com, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But yeah, plenty of guests coming up. I know Jen wants to get on here and talk about, you know, people out here, need some relationship advice um she is our relationship guru i'm gonna gonna tag her as that now because she always wants to come on here and talk about relationships and stuff so i think people need to hear about that too because i have a lot of friends and relationships I know people a lot of people listen uh to the podcast maybe want to be in a relationship and may want to talk about relationships as well so to get her get her on here and have a little back and forth the girl's perspective on that as well would be cool um i'm looking forward to that we got anime kumite coming up That's when we take our anime characters and put them against a superhero. and We battle out in a debate style. Uh, Me and AKA did that a lot. Um, Deshaun's going to come and do that with us as well. I don't know if AKA is going to do it, but I know Deshaun's going to do it. And we'll get a judge. We'll get it all set up for you. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff that we want to do. Keep the content mixing up. Because again, I know how you like that review with uh, Ashwash on there. But the one after that, y'all didn't like as much. So keep switching up the content. I feel like everybody's a little bit of something for everybody and, and we'll keep the content growing and everybody's appetite fed. Um, but yeah, pretty much that's it. Again, if you guys are wanting to hear episode one through, uh, say what, 98, go ahead and go to, uh, best about Bi- the best of Biased podcast. Um, you'll see me and, uh, Hugo twilight on the front point and doing some shit like that. It's episode one through 98. But then once you get to Best of Bias podcast, you'll see Growly on the front. You know what I'm saying? This dude right here, big glasses, big smile. Click on there, you'll see episodes 99 through 148. This is episode 148 now. So we getting there. We ain't gonna stop. There ain't no stopping our blood. We gonna keep it going. But until next time, it's the Best of Bias podcast. Thank you guys for being with us. And thank you for sitting here on your Friday and just listening to what I gotta say. Come back next Friday. We have plenty more, plenty guests, plenty love, and plenty more merch for you. It's the Best of Bias podcast. We out. It's the best uh Best of Bias. Best of bias. You need to hear for. You should try us try from pop culture us. to the movies to Unite us. United. It's the best uh Best of Bias. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your best of Bias. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the best of.